0: Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Welcome back to Facebook Live. Hope you enjoyed the show today listen we have a lot to talk about this state is in trouble as you know and the problem of course that we're having is that we have a governor that continues to play the crisis actor wouldn't it be nice if he thought for a minute to share some of the information and the metrics he's using with oh i don't know let's say the elected legislature maybe senate president steve sweeney maybe minority leader john bramnick i mean what about that what about the idea that there are legitimate numbers that are out there that are maybe being used or maybe not being used. We don't know. Here's the problem. The pro- the, see, they're all worried about my phone going off. Don't worry about it. I leave it on because if I don't and I turn the volume off, I don't know when I'm getting notes, etc. So I have to check. So don't worry about it. Don't let it distract you. It's all about Facebook. But thank you, guys. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. The numbers will tell the story that the politicians want them to tell. If you look at... Well, now, that was a lot louder than usual, right? If you look at the numbers, the COVID cases, the positive testing, we have literally tens of thousands of tests being conducted across the country every single day. So there is no doubt that you're going to get positive test results back. Now, a couple of things. Number one, the FDA is now questioning how effective these tests even are. Are there false positives? Are there false negatives? Are they double counting this? People are getting tested multiple times, that's number one. Number two, the percentage of positive cases as a percentage of the overall tests actually dropping. So do not listen to Governor Murphy when he talks about a spike. There's been no spike. There's still, that, that, that what he's trying to do is paint a picture that somehow we're already in the second wave of this disease. We're not. Andrea Becker. Hi, Bill. Do you know of any reoccurrences of COVID-19 in anyone? Uh, No, that's another good question, um, Adrian, because the reality is uh, what I don't know is if you get it, are you then immune? I mean, with the swine flu, you get it. You don't get it again. With the flu, you get it, and then you get it again, and you get it again, and you get it again. So I don't know. But I will tell you again, the mortality rate for people under the age of 50 is almost non-existent. The mortality rate of people over the age of 85 is relatively high. So it's not accurate to just say, oh, it's just a flu. But it does run in this similar way from all the docs I've talked to, that it is a virus. And viruses have certain behavior that can be predicted. The difference with this one is it spreads so fast, the R-naught number is what they use. All the people that were watching the movie Contagion with Matt Damon all came out with this R-naught number. Well, what that means is for each person that has it, how many people they could potentially... uh, Infect and that number literally three, four times. So they say, I don't know, I'm not a doctor, but they say it's anywhere from two and a half to four times higher than the flu, which means it will spread faster. Which means Judy Persicelli was actually right, the health commissioner in New Jersey, when she said, Look, everybody's going to get this thing. Yes, everybody's going to get it. So what do you have to do? You got to prepare for the people who get sick, who are vulnerable, and take care of them and help them nurse back to health. All right, Debbie Nunn Dolan, Bill, can you address the small gyms? Here's the deal. Here's the deal with the small gyms. Um, their, their restrictions on their opening over the course of the next week or so are outrageous. Think about how stupid it is to show up at a gym with a face mask on. Now, unless you're in some kind of a high altitude, high intensity training, I know that my son in his sports actually would go for a run. run. They actually bought masks to restrict airflow so you could practice and get stronger. But that's not for everybody. As a matter of fact, that's not for most people. Unless you're training for the military or some intense sport, that's not appropriate. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to show up at the gym. You're going to take the mask off. You're going to get all sweaty. You're going to put the mask on your gross face. It's just not workable. And the bigger problem is the social distancing. Because the mask you could tolerate and kind of play the game, but the social distancing is a very specific restriction on the gyms that they will only be allowed to have a certain number of people inside. Well, they can't operate that way. People are... You know, it's like a restaurant. It's like anything. You've got to make sure that people can come when they want. How many times you think about a workout? Oh, it's five o'clock. I'm off early. I'm going to go to the gym. That's going to be prohibited under these ridiculous rules, which have nothing to do with public health. This is all about politics. Andrew James, how do you feel about smoking during COVID? I don't know, man. Smoke them if you got them. I don't even know what to say to that. I, I don't know that there's any correlation between smokers and getting, uh, getting COVID. Actually, I have no idea. Uh, let's see. Courtney DiNardo, can you impeach a governor? Yes, you can. Uh, not easy to do, and the legislature would have to take that up. Let's be very clear. There will be no recall of Governor Murphy. There'll be no impeachment. We are stuck with this guy unless you decide to vote him out in November 2021. Uh, Chris Smith, let's see. Hey, Bill, can I listen to you anywhere besides NJ1015? Yes, Chris. Actually, a couple of things. Number one, go to the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. You can subscribe to my podcast. I've got several of them. I've got the Speaking Podcast with Jessica Gibson and Jay Black. I've got uh, Speaking Cops that I do with our local New Jersey law enforcement. And I have Speaking Recovery, which is with my friends at CFC Loud and Clear and Relevance Behavioral Health. Three podcasts you can listen to. Plus, this actually is released as a podcast if you miss this. And it's sponsored by my friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country. Thank you, Steve Califer. Hey, by the way, Steve Califer is a good friend of mine. He um, he is the founder, the CEO of Flemington Car and Truck Country. Sponsors this Ask Me Anything every Tuesday. He has been nominated for the New Jersey Hall of Fame. I put it on my LinkedIn. I put it on nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Click and vote for Steve Califer. Let's get him. He's a good man. Let's get him in the Hall of Fame. Uh, the other thing you do is watch me on Chasing News every weeknight on My9 and Fox 5. So just Google Chasing News with Bill Spadia. All the show times are there. I do a half-hour news broadcast with some opinion, of course, and I do that every single night in the New York and North Jersey area, but you can check it out. It's also on YouTube, any clip you want to find. Just uh, search for Chasing News uh, on YouTube. All right, Sean McDonald, talk about new evidence that face coverings are effective. Care to address new... So, Sean, uh, the World Health Organization... What they said was because somebody came out, one of their top people on the COVID task force came out, a doctor said that, look, asymptomatic people rarely spread this. Okay. So that was number one. The World Health Organization then came out the next day and said, whoa, 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 this is mainly an unknown. We don't have enough information. So the World Health Organization has come out and said, sure. A little percentage of blocking some particles is better than no percentage. What they fail to address, however, are the ongoing health costs of somebody who is restricting the oxygen into their own body. What they fail to address is the reinfection possibility of you not being able to expel the bacteria and the viruses that are within your own body and the germs, etc. What they fail to address is that 99% of the people are not wearing, and that number could be 90%, could be 89%, I don't know what the exact number is, but they're not wearing the mask properly. So it's loose fitting. It's down below their nose. Masks are intended for healthcare professionals who are in high intensity infectious areas. That is the bottom line. And the study out of the British Journal of Medicine and other studies out there show clearly that when you compare cloth masks to surgical masks, to the N95 filtered mask, the N95 filters out 95%. The, the surgical mask filters out 56%. The cloth mask, that bandana around your face, yeah, 3%. That's it. 97% of the stuff is getting in. The Danish Health Authority, the Swiss, the Swedes, they have all come out and said there is no reason for people to be walking around everywhere with a mask on. Joan DiMarzo Beach. Bill, why do we have a vote by paper ballots only? I don't want a paper ballot. So the problem is that people are still scared in New Jersey. So the governor basically saying you're too scared and we have no reason to open up voting by in-person. So what's going to happen is they're going to force you to vote by mail. You've got a bunch of bureaucrats that are going to count all these ballots. And then they're, the complicit media like ABC News will come out and say, hey, there's no evidence of voter fraud. Seriously, there's literally been voter fraud in every election since we've had elections. That's what happens. I got six sample ballots mailed to my house. Are you kidding me? Now, I'm not going to vote multiple times. I'm not going to try to beat the system or cheat. But I I am a man of integrity. How many people out there are going to say, "Ooh, I can take advantage of this? Some people will. It's a bad idea. Look, I have for a long time advocated voting online with a secure server. There's a way to do that. We do our banking online. We can certainly vote online. But now I'm saying no. Based on this COVID crisis, we need to get there in person and show up at the polls and exercise our rights. Rebecca Ann Leg, what are your qualifications for all this? Why should we listen to you over the CDC? Well, Great question, Rebecca. I'm not a doctor, but I can read. You can look at the qualifications of the epidemiologists in Switzerland, in Sweden, the Danish health authorities, all saying the same thing I'm saying. And oh, by the way even Dr. Fauci himself, I know the beloved Dr. Fauci, not six weeks ago, sat on CBS's 60 Minutes and said the mask isn't doing any good. Then he reversed himself, but he never used scientific data to reverse himself. He just said, I'm trying to send a message so people feel like they can do something positive. So, It's not about whether you listen to the CDC or you listen to the World Health Organization. Honestly, it's about deciphering what their message is. Listen very carefully. When they tell you there's a study out there that shows X, you could have a study that shows anything. I choose to stand with the doctors on the front line, the doctors from Bakersfield, California, Dan Erickson, the doctors from the Bronx and the head of emergency medicine at St. Barnabas in the Bronx, Dr. Daniel Murphy, I choose to stand with those smart docs who have said repeatedly it is time to open up this economy, the masks, the social distancing, the reason the virus flattened is because viruses naturally flatten, And you're going to find out over the course of time that not only was I right back in February, but I continue to be right now. And I'm going to keep hammering this. These are truths. These are uh, Stanford epidemiologists. These are epidemiologists and infectious disease specialists from across the world, including the Oxford Infectious Disease Lab. Uh, Again, St. Barnabas, the health professionals out in Bakersfield, California, across this country saying the same thing I'm saying put the mask down. You're not doing anybody, especially yourself, any good. But look, you do you. You decide what you want to do. I have chosen mask-free living, and I'm living my life that way. All I can do is set an example, but you do what you got to do. Listen, we're going to bring the state back and we're going to bring it back without masks. We're going to bring it back without social distancing. We're going to bring it back and have crowded theaters and crowded bars and crowded beaches. And we're going to bring it back and we're going to let our immune systems do what they do and let our healthcare professionals do what they do. We will be prepared to protect the vulnerable, but we can't do it by crushing the liberties and the economic liberties, the civil liberties and compromising the health of the healthy. And that's what we're doing by keeping people shut down and shut in. It's time to open up this great state and let us achieve what we know we can achieve. But it starts with you overcoming your fear. Go to the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Read all about all the medical sources I cite for why I don't wear a mask and you let me know. But again, you do you, you decide. Thanks for being here today. I'll be back with you tomorrow, 6 a.m. Looking forward to it.